0: Keyshawn J Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday
1: mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn J Will and Max, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm trying to think, what year did that come? Gates, were you alive when this song came out?
2: Nah, I don't believe so. Nah. No.
1: What's crazy to me is, and Key will remember this too. Like I remember a world before Rat, <laughs> right? Before, but like. I was two years old. It's been multiple generations now that (laughs) born into it. Like it's just wild to me, Key, that there's hip hop, there's like songs that are like years before people were born and those people are now grown ups,
2: right? They're they're grown people. Yeah, and, it goes, and it goes way back, Max. It goes way back,
1: way
3: well, way, way
2: back. Wait.
3: But not even that. So I had this moment with uh, Yates and Pat, who are extremely young, yesterday, when like. Can we define extremely young? Well, like, Pat's what, what... what twenty five, so like, and he, they he was singing this song. They were singing this song, and it mentioned Lorena Bobbitt, and I was like, Do you guys know? Oh. Like, they didn't know who Lorena Bobbitt was or right. like, the story of Lorena yeah. Bobbitt, and like they, they didn't. They didn't realize it was real or in mm-hmm. New York. Right? Quite the jo- story. Joey this Buttaf- is quite the story. Joey Buttafuoco <laughs> things of that it all nature. all over again.
2: Wait, but they were like, born with Joey Buttafuoco, no? No, like none of that stuff either. Oh, I just, I just watched another doc on that the other night. He I've always, always heard Bobby docks, name in man. rap songs. No, I'm like, huh? Weird, no, it's not a weird doc. Tricky. He just was a creep.
1: It's like next door Whoa. to you know why, Jay? It's next door to forensic weird Show. Doc. It's that's right <laughs> next door to forensics. That's I mean, why he watched it. Yeah,
2: I guess you could call it a I guess you could call it a weird Yeah, doc. it's a I crime and you know, stuff. Yeah. yeah, it just it just you know, it was crime and the setup yeah. and the girl tried to it was just it was wild. It. it was like, dude, and he's out and he's living his normal life and he was talking about it. I was just like and you're proud of that moment? Like, like you're sick, is what you are. But anyway. you know it's funny,
1: I notice people's knowledge of history is weakest when it's the history when they were either very little or right before they were born. Because when let's say you're like five, ten years old, what happened ten years before that's not really history yet to most people, right? It's not gonna be in the history it's books. Events, yeah. People it's not current events anymore. Yeah, true. It's not it's not something you you'd ever really read about. And so that's just gone. Like if I was born in 73, uh, you know, most of my life, if you ask me what happened in like the late 60s, early 70s, I know a lot less about that than every other time.
4: But also now the problem is is information overload. Yeah. You got too much. Too much. You got too much in access to it all the time that you forget what happened last week.
1: That's why mm-hmm. people think that formal education is less important now with all the information. It's actually more important because it's important to be able to Structure the way you think to see the signal from the noise, right? You got to you got to be put on to the signal, like what's actually important.
4: See, I like to diminish the noise. That's why I'm chilling out. What, what's the what's the weekend plans this weekend, Key? How you uh, what you what you got
2: going on? Uh, I'll hang out a little bit this evening. Then tomorrow, um, three year old birthday party. Mm. Uh, so we got a three year old birthday party, mermaid birthday party. Okay. So, um, you got a little Hollyberry coming over?
4: You're dressing up as a mermaid? No,
2: I'm not I'm not dressing up. You know, you hire the people in the bouncy houses and the catering trucks and the all the different little stuff. No, but for all a, the three, kids for the a three-year-old birthday party? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, Well, in L.A., they do it,
1: man. They have companies that specialize in that. not yeah. only that, yeah. we're hiring
3: people? Yeah. What? They hire? Yeah. we have well, to have a... Jay, Jay, we went to see well, the movie. Well,
1: Jay, it's not even that well, expensive. Well, first of all, Jay,
3: first of all, he was like, oh, we're having a mermaid over. So I was like, well, Hallie, Haley, Haley." Uh, Bailey's coming over. He's like, Haley, no. I'm, Bailey. Uh, yeah. Who's that? The young lady who played the mermaid. Haley yeah. Bailey?
4: Yeah, yes. it's her daughter. Yes. Yes. It's uh, Max's daughter.
3: Haley is her name? Yes. yes. And I was like, oh, so she's coming <laughs> Max over. Max is getting <laughs> old. Max. Max is like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, she's coming over. And he's like, no, like mermaids. And I, then I had a... He actually trapped
1: mermaids. He sent an expedition out to bring mermaids back.
3: Then I asked him, just to follow-up, because I think it's just a legitimate follow-up. It was a legitimate follow-up. Is the mermaids, are they going to be black? And So you
2: know what I said? What Mm. the blank you think? He said, come on, man. (laughs) Like, come on. Well, well, that's where I draw the line. You're going to ask me if the mermaid is going to be black. Well, here's what I'm going to say. say, they just
4: can't be (laughs) No, that
2: because the mermaid is black to my child now, period. Mm -hmm. When we went to the movie a couple weeks ago, she was very confused as to why the mermaid was black. As we're, She started screaming and hollering that this is not Little Mermaid because the mermaid was black. It calmed down throughout the course of the movie. And since then, it's really calmed down because the educational part of it has started. So now you have to educate and get them to understand. And now they are following along the way. You know, that's just how it goes. So, yeah, absolutely.
1: Huh? Ain't it? We're going Best to. Best basketball player in the world is white and the mermaid is black. Things have changed <laughs> over the
2: years. <laughs> That's very <laughs> true to a degree. <laughs> yes, the mermaid is black. Uh, I, don't know mermaid. I'm I'm ex- I don't know how much I'm expected to believe. <laughs> but it's, it's wonderful to see the mermaid look like our children so they can grow up seeing yes, what kid. looks like them That's... and have the opportunity to dream and do all of those so, sort of things. Of course. Things. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. think
1: about a world absolutely. where already your daughter is a little upset because she's like, "Wait a minute, that character that's I in popular that, culture, yes. that's not supposed to look like me." Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, it can look like yes, it, it, I can be a mermaid when uh, I grow up. I can be a mermaid,
2: I can do anything. You know, you know, it's a lot of hustles in the world, right? There's a hustle in New York the ice cream hustle? Have you seen? You took the kids to the ice cream hustle over on uh, Broadway. It's oh yeah, a museum. Ice yeah, cream,
1: yeah, the ice <laughs> cream museum. Of course, it's a cold hustle. A right? total oh. hustle.
2: A hustle, hustle. You pay your money, you walk through, blah blah blah. See, the ice they, cream they house. like it's
1: like they climb through a tunnel and something and, and at the end they get some oh, ice cream. It's a hustle. Well, is in an ice cream museum? It's so, not like they got the first cone of ice cream there preserved. Jake, you get I've a little sample,
2: a you get a little sample on a cone, right? Yeah. So I don't remember yeah. how much it was. It might be like twenty bucks or whatever. A couple, you know, you got family of five or six, it cost you a hundred and some change.
1: I'm always telling
2: my little one, Key, like, hold on, why do you? Because she's still sometimes I want to go. I'm like, for what? We, we got ice once. cream right it's here. Yeah, it's over. We went once. We went once to L.A., once to New York. But here's another hustle that's out there. Barbie has a hustle. So oh, I've seen Monica. it. I've seen it by Seaport. Yeah. yeah, but they got it in Santa Monica. Hustle. You go to the Barbie Museum, you the Barbie history Museum. of Barbies, the whole Barbie deal. Museum. Took my kids a couple weeks ago, Jay. It's good for the kids, right? And they got all the different Barbies from back in the day and when it was recreated, and there was black Barbies in there. Mm-hmm. And my daughter was like, oh, wow. You know, two and a half, three years old, she's like, excited about the yeah. black barbie yeah. so you know
1: and you nowadays they can, money, can yeah. even all be in
4: the same house it wasn't like that all the Can't, time <laughs> wait, I'll, I'll follow a question no, like,
2: though don't the, get your, these, don't get yourself in trouble max the,
4: these paid bar these paid barbies <clears throat> these uh <laughs> these paid mermaids that are coming over how do they move around don't ask me, You got man. the fin I on. I think probably got the... I understand,
1: Key actually traps real mermaids and brings <laughs> no, them back. Real says,
2: mermaids they're just hopping around I'm the I'm sure they swim. They, they swim, obviously. How are you breathing out of the water? Jay, I'm sure they have uh, the thing where the bottom of it is open where they can walk around. You don't see it mm-hmm. on the fin part of it. Because, you know, they have outfits for kids to be able to swim. You know, they got bathing suits mm-hmm. like that now. Yeah, yeah mermaid kids. bathing suits. Yeah, yeah, yep. Mermaid
1: bathing And they have to be safe, obviously. Yeah. Absolutely. No, but, Jay, yeah, it's a big thing in, is, in L.A. Man. You never, you know, They do birthday parties. It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but it was not. It wouldn't break the bank. You just get this company, come over, they inflate the bouncy house, the whole thing. You have a big no, party in the backyard. The,
2: no, it's not a break in the bank. No, no,
1: not I mean, at all. No, it's, no, it doesn't cost, no, it's it doesn't not cost
2: just, a ton of money. Just, I mean, it, keys probably is built <laughs>
1: out of solid like, <laughs> gold, but, you know, most people, they Stop. just bring an inflatable one. Like, no. you when know, we're
4: having a birthday party, have people over and buy a cake and hang out. Yeah, with the mermaid. No, no, no. no. Run around in the backyard. Like go play. Jay, Let's go to the park. Like that. We'll we, bring we're balloons. Going to the
2: park? No, it's at the park. <laughs> Jay, it's at the park. Oh, you do it at the park? You don't do it in your backyard? No, because the park is in our neighborhood, uh-huh. in the community. I,
1: oh, I see. Gated uh-huh. and, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I didn't I, say all that. I just I said, you. in the community, there's a <laughs> giant You think park. Key is didn't letting the riffraff raff in? You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but really, how much to get you to dress up like a mermaid, Key? I... Uh, it would cost a lot of money. <laughs> Meantime,
1: your daughters can swim up to you, you're in the pool, whatever, and do ridiculous things to you and put stuff on you for free. Like, yeah. you know, that's how it is. Every man's been, been like, hold on, how did I wind up with a bucket in my head and she put my hair in a braid somehow on the side? And yeah.
2: Yeah, so that's my, that's my weekend, uh, Jay. That, okay. That's the weekend.
4: All right.
1: Justin in Florida has a question for me before we get into the heat
2: tonight go ahead Justin hey Max, how you doing? what's going on hey Justin? Max Keyshawn Jay. well how are you guys doing this morning what's yeah, up man? Good. good good um well we're a kid everybody's
4: a kid and you're shooting a basketball around you heard people say Jordan when they're taking that last shot correct mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. you've heard people say Kobe taking that last shot
4: correct sure. this kid oh, yeah.
1: Kobe's a big thing yeah you, know,
4: you
2: hear these kids say Steph taking the last shot yep. Yep. why isn't Kobe in your top tier of all-time NBA mm-hmm. players
1: Max um, because he doesn't belong there, he belongs in the very next year oh, okay. with Magic and Bird. He's not like Mike. He's Jordan. very similar to Michael Jordan. But I know you took that
2: shot at the end and you said Kobe. Yeah, but Just that's like that's that's,
1: that's true. But Kobe is not in any real arguments as the best player of all time. He's not.
4: Oh, and come on. No, man. he was— er- Lies, 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 no, and more no, lies. So, so I have somebody exactly. here— lies, 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 uh, Really, you, so you, so you I want, you, if you 100%. did a vote, how many people
1: would say Kobe is the greatest of all time?
4: A lot of athletes
1: a lot, and lot of NBA players. Actually, today, they think. keep doing the poll, and he winds up with 7% or something, which is— That's 7%. You said nobody.
4: You yeah. said nobody. Okay,
1: let me, let me rephrase. There's never been a consensus that Kobe is the best player of all time or the second best player of all time, that he was challenging for that top spot. There is a small minority of hardcore Kobe fans who keep his name there, and he's he's the best approximation of Jordan ever. But there already was a Michael Jordan who was a little better by every measure. So, so, so here so, I have some so, for you
4: on the Magic Johnson yeah. tip, real quick. So at Ice Pick List, okay, said Real J Williams, my father, who is in the, in his eighties who played at Loyola on scholarship, mm-hmm. said back when Magic started all five positions in the NBA Finals, Oof. shown on tape delay at 11.30 p.m., that Magic may be the greatest player that ever played the game. I believe others were saying the same as well. He
1: had, as a rookie, he had the most remarkable performance. Yeah. that, Like, no rookie will ever do what he did. So, uh, uh, but that's I, not
4: I, the same thing as saying – look, okay, let me was, rephrase. But there was a moment in time in which people were saying that Magic – no, not really. The let,
1: let me just rephrase what, what I said. You, and we live on a planet with 7 billion people. You will be able to find people who will say anything. I get it. So I can't say like no you. one ever – obviously it's hyperbolic to say no one ever said. What I mean is there was nothing ever like a consensus that Magic Johnson was in – the debate for the best player who ever lived. never a And cons- anything like that. There, there is around LeBron. People want to compare him to Jordan. There is around Jordan, obviously. There was around Bill Russell. There was around Kareem. There was around, around uh, Wilt. And that was it. No other player was ever really discussed that way you, by anything do you, how do you resembling notice, a Matt, consensus. You were
2: 10 years old, man. How could you say that there wasn't a consensus around there, key, that? How could you if say it, if, that? If, Let's put
1: it this way. If there was, I am unaware of it, and so are you. Okay? I,
2: so don't say it. then. And so,
1: but,
2: so don't say it. Yeah, to my yeah, knowledge, which is ex- point, to Justin. my knowledge,
1: which is extensive, There is nothing yeah. to like it. Apparently, not extensive enough. You're, you're saying you can't prove there wasn't. That's not the same thing as saying there was. But oh, I God, know for a God. fact there was around the five that I mentioned. Furthermore, if you examine their records, they will support that claim. Bill Russell's championship record, and look at how he played in all the Game Sevens. He almost never lost a deciding game. of in anything Magic in his was career. a slouch.
4: What's that? in Magic's, Magic's resume slouch? looks pretty good. No, Magic I Those have is the sixth looks greatest player who ever all, all, lived. All we're saying is that Magic belongs in Tier 1. Then That's does a, Larry Bird? I would say yes. And does Kobe Bryant? Yes. Okay,
1: let's do this to make everyone happy because I don't care that much about that distinction. Let's move everyone from Bucket 2 into Bucket 1, keep the list, the, the order the same, and now we only have two buckets. Is that good? Are you happy now? Because I don't feel like getting bogged down in that. It's not important
2: to me. But you're you could, getting bogged in it yourself. Well, the because caller called in I made a brilliant point cutoff the, the point, fact but no one wants to acknowledge it. So, that, okay. I don't care. The fact that the caller called in and questioned why Magic wasn't in, it gets under your skin because you want to be right.
4: Well, oh, I am wrong. right.
1: It doesn't you're want to be right. So so wrong. I don't need. But, he just uh, but, says but he's combi- wrong. But by right the way, loud, combine, right. do me a favor, guys in graphics. Combine the two buckets one and two, so now it's one bucket. Just put the list one to fourteen, and then the next bucket, bucket two, will be the guys you can debate for the fifteenth. We'll okay. The problem okay. that you're going to have there is the way you numbered it. That's fine, but my numbers are brilliant. Also, of course, can the Heat even up the series that's coming up? KJM,
5: have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com. For the ones who get
0: it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click, Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J.
1: Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by David Dennis Jr., Anscape Senior Writer. You can follow him at David DTSS. Good morning, David.
6: Fellas, how's it going?
1: Good, good. Uh, so, the Nuggets in Game Three. No one, no teammates in the history of the NBA, <laughs> three quarters of a century in the history of the NBA. Any regular season game, playoff game, never had had both had a thirty point triple double. And these two dudes decide to do it in a pivotal Game Three on the road in the finals. How do you
6: describe that performance? <laughs> You just stick it to your guns man, you're going with the two guys who got you there and they dominate. I mean they the thing about these nuggets that we keep doing throughout the playoffs are you know crazily insisting that somebody has a, an answer for this offense. We thought the people said the Rui Hachimura thing with the Lakers was going to uh, stop Jokic. They're talking about the zone and making – turn Jokic into a score. But the Nuggets just have too much, too many you know answers for that. And what they did was they did more pick and rolls, more dribble handoffs, and they've done at any point in this, in this season. And they dominated by going to the well and relying on their two best players. And that's just one of the, the best duo performances you'll ever see in the finals.
4: So, David, yesterday uh, on this show I said I, I thought Jimmy B- Bucket – Jimmy Butler buckets failed the Miami heat, (laughs) uh, uh, in game three. And people took that as like, Oh, well he got them all the way there. I'm like, yeah, I know he got them all the way there. I'm talking about that one individual game. And I'm talking about also like the lack of intensity on the defensive end in game two, you saw a different sense of urgency from Miami They were pushing around Denver. They were physically checking them, throwing them off their spots. He was very aggressive with Jamal Murray, picking up him early. In game three, you saw Jamal Murray with a lot more freedom of movement, and he got off for 20 in the first half. And when Jamal Murray gets off, they are a better team because you know what Jokic is going to do. You can't stop Jokic, but you do have a chance to stop Jamal Murray.
6: Yeah, and that's the that's really where the, where the series is going to land. I mean, the Jimmy Butler throughout the playoffs, the heat of one because Jimmy Butler has been the best player on the court for so many games. He's the best player against Giannis for a games, best player against that that Boston team for a long stretch in that that series. He's not going to be the best player at any point in this series on the court. Jokic has that locked down for the rest of the series. But at the very least, you have to be better than Jamal Murray. You have yes. to outplay him. You have to at least make it difficult for him to score. Jokic is going to get his. You have to be the, be the second best player by a wide margin. and Right now, he's the third best player on the court, if that, and that is by a wide margin, and the Heat have no chance that that's going to be the case.
2: Mm. David, saying everything you just said, though, do the Heat have an opportunity to get back in this thing? And I mean by get back because I feel like they're going to lose game four and they're going to find themselves really in deep water.
6: Yeah, they lose game four. I mean, this is it for them. I mean, there, there's no way they're going back to Denver and and winning a game uh, if they're down three-one. I mean, if they lose if they lose tonight, uh, they just might want to pack one one bag and then you know plan for the rest of their vacation. I mean, it's it's going to be hard to imagine them. The problem is Denver's won four straight road games. He lost three straight at home. So I mean, it's going to be an uphill battle. They've got to find those sort of auxiliary players what Denver was able to do they were able to sit Michael Porter Jr. down and bring in Brown to come in and and replace him and be productive the Heat had Duncan Robinson get played off the floor and they have no replacement for them they're sort of at the ceiling of where they can go with that depth they just have to play better with who they have on the court namely with Jimmy Butler
1: David Dennis Jr. Anscape senior writer David I was talking earlier and these two got on me I'm talking about if if uh uh Jokic and Jamal Murray close out this series. They win, and they continue to play the way they're playing. It doesn't mean 30-point, triple-double, can buy each of them every game, but you know what I mean. Not in terms of accomplishment over their careers. They don't have the resume that Kareem and Magic and Kobe and Shaq and LeBron and Wade and Jordan and Pippen and all the great pairings. But I would say this ranks among the very greatest dual performances I've seen throughout the playoffs in history. Where would you put this? Like, what is this reminiscent of?
6: Yeah, this is one of the dominant uh, playoff performance. I mean, going into the finals, uh, Murray was was uh, 30 points on 40, 50, uh, 90 shooting. Jokic was averaging triple-double to play. I mean, this is one of those generational runs with two players. This is rem- reminiscent of Kobe Shaq 2001 type of stuff where – you can have one guy take over a series, uh, you know, but this is, again, not to put them in the conversation with those duos, but we're talking singular playoff runs. You have to look at this as one of the best two-man runs, especially big-man, little-man runs that we've seen.
4: Agreed. See that? See that? I'm not crazy. See you, that? you just didn't specify. And like not that only that, he said. didn't agree with you either, man. <laughs> he did. Well, he
2: did. He it's did like not. it's reminiscent of Kobe Shaq.
1: That's, exa- <laughs> he, that's what I'm thinking. He, and, and by the way, like Kobe Shaq, Shaq was going to get his right. every game. But if, but if you could try to limit Kobe, that was your only shot, right? That's what they're doing now. If, let's try and at least limit Jamal Murray because Jokic, maybe he'll score 40 and we can somehow win. But when Jamal Murray gets his too, it's a wrap. And he's averaging 30 on 40, 50, 90. I didn't even realize that. David, I,
4: I, we, we had a very interesting discussion yesterday on First Take with Stephen A. Smith and, and J.J. Redick and myself about if you were starting a, a team today – and you had to pick a center, who would you take? We had our choices from Hakeem Olajuwon to David Robinson to Nikola Jokic, you know, to the likes of Shaq. I'm curious with you, because you're a basketball survivor, like you love this game, you study it. Who would you take and why?
6: Man, I think I would have to go with Kareem, man. If I'm starting a a franchise with anybody, it'd have to be somebody with the most indefensible uh, single shot in NBA history, who was, uh, you know, 28 points for 15 years or so in his career who was also defensively I think kind of underrated for the way that he played um, with some of these offensively explosive teams so if I'm starting to franchise especially you know we're talking about drafting rookies I'm gonna pick the greatest college player of all time and have him come join my team and we can you know see how many championships we can win with the 15 years of dominance so I'm starting with Kareem
4: okay and, and who would you pick if you had to think about the best offensive skill set from a center position
6: I mean, I think Jokic yo, should probably be up there, but I, I mean, I think I, I mean he's more diverse in terms uh, in terms of that. I think Hakeem is more diverse, but again, I'm going with Kareem because he doesn't have, he doesn't need he doesn't need that much uh, diversity in the skill set. He had the single hardest shot to ever defend, so uh, you know, come up with the second best shot when you can stop the first one. And I just think that for, in terms of somebody who you know underrated passer. Great defender, but also offensively had a shot that nobody could touch and could do it consistently for all those years. I would say Kareem, but I think Wan in terms of actual footwork, um, you know, ball handling, moves in the post. I think he's up there also. But I, I, across the board, I think I'm starting things with Kareem.
1: And plus, Wan was I, uh,
2: David, if Elijah every was playing... time you talk NBA and this and that about who you're starting with. If you're not starting with him. Then you ain't putting a team together. Yeah, Kareem is the, Kareem. Kareem
1: is that dude. But right. but a lot. Someone like Elaguan, if they played today, would shoot the three very well. Elaguan could shoot. So you, you can't you, if you pluck them out of their primes. Whoever's the latest I is going to be the best.
4: You take them for whatever you want to take but for. That's why I if the Shaq were
1: playing today, imagine the freedom he'd have. He he wanted to bring the ball up and stuff like that. Like what would that what take Giannis away from, from his dominance? Nah, no, man, the, I think the, Shaq would kill the game. <laughs> Shaq would kill the game. That is David. Dennis, Jr., Anscape, senior writer. Thank you, David.
6: All right, David. All right, baby. All right, thank you guys for having me.
1: Yeah, Kareem is, if you just say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you never go wrong. Mike McDaniel spoke again yesterday, and uh, and
2: grow up, Pat. Oh, uh, What's the matter? Uh, no, Pat, it was. It, go ahead, Matt. Call that
1: man D-Baby.
2: Who?
0: What is Pat talking about? Bing bong. It's called David D-Baby. More KJM coming Matt, right up. So-
5: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: The Keyshawn, J. Will and Max podcast.
3: Keyshawn, J.
1: Will and Max, ESPN Radio. It is
3: time for No Huddle. Nuno. All right, guys. We're going to start down in Miami. There's going to be two different clips. So we'll start with the first one. And Mike McDaniel was talking about the difference between last year's team at this point and this year's team. Here, here you go.
7: If we had time travel available and we'd practice against ourselves from last year, extremely confident that this year's version 2023 would get the best of them. Goal-oriented team. I've seen people transfer their emotions the right way, which is into their work and into their investment. We have a tight team now because shared sacrifice.
3: Uh, Key, can you explain to us, Mayor Mortals, what Mike McDaniel was talking about there?
2: Well, a year ago, everything was new. It was uncertain. They were not... Uh, completely sure of what they were going to get. It was all new. It, it didn't know the coaching staff, some new players. Now they've been together for a whole year. This is going to be a different team in 2023 opposed to where they were in 2022. Uh, everybody's on the same page again. We're all one tight unit. We're, we're doing dinners together, all of those sort of things. And also, he's, you know,
1: what's implied is, look, they were 9-8 and eight and could have been better had two had not gotten hurt last year. They were already good, and you could see they're ascending. And he's saying, "And we're better than we were last year." You know, and it, it, I understood what he's saying, and he's probably right.
3: All right. Um, he was also asked about Dalvin Cook because one of the teams that everyone's saying makes the most sense for Dalvin Cook is the Dolphins, and here he was on the, those rumors.
7: March third, nineteen eighty-three. Uh, that day I was born. Right. Now we take a closer look at that date. And that, in fact, was not yesterday. Okay, so um, uh, people that are on, people that are rumored to be um, tall, short, people that are rumored to be, um, you know, that's, you're
2: not, you're not going to get this guy. I'm here too, okay?
3: <laughs> Key, when is his act going to wear out? Oh, and now he's lost me. <laughs> I'm
2: like, huh? Well, I didn't even understand. No, I,
1: I— He's trying to say he's not born yesterday. He's not naive. He knows he's not getting them,
3: right? I, I, no, he yeah, wasn't going to answer the question and get a hit with tampering, that type oh, of oh, thing. Oh, oh, no, he's not going to get Yeah, but tampering. but I'm like, I don't even understand what he's saying.
2: We all know that Delvin Cook most likely will land in Miami if he's free to go, uh, if they release he betrayed him. So I really don't know why Coach would say that. But he can't answer rumors. He can only say he's a really good player. Uh, I wish him well, something along those lines. But, you know, he, he doesn't know how to dance yet. He just doesn't.
1: Yeah, he's a nerd. I mean, like, let's say what it is. He's a really good football coach, obviously. the Dude's a nerd, complete nerd. And that's all right. That's, you know, a lot of nerds run the world, and he's one of them, actually.
2: Is he really a nerd, though?
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Or is he just playing that way for you? No, nah, no, nah, he's a nerd,
2: Key. I don't know. Okay, then he's the Robert De Niro of coach actors. Oh, absolutely. Okay. absolutely. He wants you to think he's a nerd. He wants you to think that he's extremely Mission smart. accomplished. Are we That's- really sure that he's a really good football coach? I think so. I think. Yeah, I'm with you, Pat. Are we really sure? He,
1: he, he was a, an outstanding coordinator who then the first year he's with a team— now, the big mistake he made is letting Tua back out on the field, but they had a winning season right away. But that doesn't probably mean should have been better really, than know, he even you, was.
2: You know the, you know, who else had a really good season hmm. that first year as head coach? Josh McDaniel and the Denver Broncos. He, How did that work yeah, out? I, I understand. You no, want to see, all I'm see so it more. saying. You want to see more. I, I Let's just let's slow it down from people 85 like and me bring in
1: more to 50. People like me will sometimes. Uh, after the fact, look foolish because I jumped too early. And people like you at times will look foolish because you waited too long, but you err on the side of caution, and I I uh, don't, right? So I get it, but but Mike McDaniel is like – the constructed... There's another
2: word that you could choose except he's a really great football coach.
1: Well, put it this way. Even, even the way he constructed the roster, remember when they signed Tyree Kill and you were like, hold on, you already got a dude like that. But he had other ideas about how he wanted to work things. Forget about you got someone in the draft like that. He's like, no, I want more speed, and it worked. You know, like he's not thinking like everybody else. When you, so when far, you go working.
2: out and you when you go out and you get Tyreek Hill and you pay Tyreek Hill all that money and you give up what you need, to, what you have to get to give him, to, what you need to give up to get him, you're going to make sure that he excels at the highest level and succeeds. You have to, or she'll be on the streets with us for sure. But the team was succeeding too. All right. Yeah, they, All they, they, He got a good team
1: All right, I hear what you're saying You want to see more
3: Speech, Speaking to. of success Andy Reid and the Chiefs Visited the White House And here he is Talking about the menu I've
5: never had this before So a French toast Grilled cheese And ham sandwich uh, That they sprinkled A little bit of Powdered sugar on I mean it was phenomenal uh, The guys were And it was a there was abundance of this. Uh, And and then they had uh, chicken fingers, exotic chicken fingers. And then maybe the best part was they had, uh, which I hadn't seen before, but little bite-sized squares of the heart of the watermelon. So whoever, you know, my hat went off to the chef. I went back and talked to him. I mean, I just go, you guys are unbelievable. I mean, whoever cut all of that out and had the patience to do that, that goes off to him.
3: All right, (laughs) Key, did you guys not get invited to the White House when you went with the bucks?
2: I forgot why we didn't. Something it was it was weird. Um I think we were still I'm trying to remember because it was post it was post 9/11 and it was a couple years removed from 9/11, but I think it had something to still do with that to a degree. Um Yeah, I think that's the reason. I think that was the reason why.
3: So, as a the chef of the show, what do you think of that menu? He was talking about uh, exotic chicken fingers, uh, the the way the watermelon was cut, uh, just all that stuff. Like, what do you think about that menu?
2: I think the heart of the watermelon is incredible because that's where the crispy part of it is. I'm not a big watermelon guy, so to speak. On the normal, it has to be with something like for me to eat it. Exotic chicken fingers, I'd like to know what he means by exotic chicken fingers. There's a place in LA which is a supper club. They have one in Vegas as well, and then Bird Streets, which is a membership club I belong to. The chicken fingers there is ridiculous. Chicken fingers is like have you ever seen thirty dollar chicken fingers? That's what you're working with. Like thirty dollar chicken fingers. Gotta be the whole
1: gotta be the whole arm, the whole wing if it's thirty dollar. This is
2: sorta I think what exotic chicken fingers are. Very expensive.
1: (laughs) It's just great listening to a fat guy talk about it, right? Like, Andy Reid is like – he goes right for the chicken fingers and the – he
2: loves it. He's you, listening no, he to him. Talk, he, you didn't think he was talking about me, Pat, so you can get out of my damn <laughs> ear with that one. <laughs> I thought when Max said. It's great listening to a fat I'm guy talking talk about, about it. Andy Reed. I'm, I'm talking about Andy Reid. I'm talking about me Because I'm nowhere near fat. I'm talking about Andy Reid. He
1: talks about it with a certain pleasure. A certain obvious enthusiasm that you know maybe your average person doesn't talk about it with.
2: Yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's a big guy. Yeah, is
1: he what is. he is. He likes to eat. Yes, he does, and he's not shy about it. can that's you right. paid thirty dollars for chicken fingers. It's uh, yeah. That's doing that's way doing way <laughs> but, too much. But way Deli- too much.
2: But- Del, that's the, that's what the cost is at Delilah. Right. Hey, hey uh,
1: Pat, Key can't think of any denomination of money less than thirty dollars. You have to
2: understand <laughs> that's, that's a, like a regular dollar to you, Key. Real quick, Pat, the, you couldn't get into Delilah's if you wanted to.
3: What's the uh, what's on the menu tomorrow or for the birthday party? I know it's for kids, but you have adult stuff like that. You guys oh, are going to serve a, tomorrow.
2: There's, there's a uh, there's pizza for kids and there's like a taco. In fact, you get a Jorge, taco truck. In, ta- in, in fact, Jorge, who is. Uh, here at Seventeen ESPN, his family is catering the uh, the taco truck. Ninety dollar tacos? No, it's the best. This thing about
3: That's birthday the, parties in word. L.A. It's
2: the best. What are you
1: talking you about? You get you get a taco truck to show up at the crib. You yeah. get you get the bouncy house blown up. The backyard easy. turns into easy. a little wonderland. It's the most. Fun. I mi- That's it's one of easy. the things I miss the most about L.A. Because it's not it's not that kind of party in New York at all. No, it's easy. Taco truck is the easiest thing going. Oh, it's the best. It's the easiest and the best. And then you get a little ice cream situation going. You got the ice cream drink, truck Or cotton coming. candy thing going. You got going. the ice
2: cream truck coming. You got the snow cone or whatever, water yeah. ice people yeah. coming. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you'd be surprised. It doesn't bring, like, you know, it's not, it's not like, uh, you know, it, you got to spend some money, burn it's, a not it's not crazy. No, it's not going to burn a hole in your it's pocket. It's not. It's really not. It's like going out to, i say it's the equivalent of going out you take a, a small family out for two dinners, let's say, and, and it it would pay it would pay for the whole party. And then like it'll
2: that. be and then you serve a little mehenta tequila with it, and you're good. Hmm.
1: Nothing wrong with that, Key. I'm jealous. All right. Can the heat even up the series tonight, KJM?
7: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a
1: hotel that doesn't offer any Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Jay Will back with us now after taking time out to go viral on Get Up, saying the exact same thing he says on this show for
4: three, four hours. How you doing, Jay? What you say? How you doing?
2: I can't hear you, Key. How you doing? Oh, there you go. They had to turn you up. I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. Yeah, you, you, usually when you go to another show, you come back like it's like Superman. I get Supercharged. <laughs> Y'all tied up, knotted up, and doing the whole deal. I didn't see that today. No, I just put the, I put the jacket over the sweater. Oh. Over the sweater. Okay, too. and you had the hoodie hanging out the back. Mm-hmm. Can,
4: so, yeah. But I have an idea. Wait, Key,
1: I got an idea. What did you just say on Get Up? Just say it here exactly in the same way, and let's see what happens. What did you say on Get Up?
4: I said that Nikola Jokic, before it's all said and done, would be the best offensively skilled big the game of basketball has ever seen. Okay. It's probably let's see killed. if it, okay. say it again. See. Now say
1: it with your chest right now, and let's see if what
2: happens. No, damn. Yeah, I, I want to know though, uh, Jay. So I was I was watching you yesterday, um, on Stephen A.'s uh, first take, and you and JJ Reddick, your law partner, seemed like you were <laughs> were communicating Who owns very firm, well. Though? Well, it's, it, you're the you you brought him in. <laughs> You started the firm, <laughs> yeah. Look at that you, pocket square, so crisp. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yep. And it looked like you and JJ. Eventually, it was it was J Will, attorney at law. Then it's J
1: J That's the you know J J Attorney
2: at law. Yeah, and you made him a partner. You know, it gave him a little equal share, and it looked like you he guys. can get were into def-
4: rooms that I can't, so that's why you know you got to bring him in.
2: Yeah, and it looked like you were defending <laughs> Stephen A. As Stephen A. was sitting up there. Uh, it looked like you and JJ <laughs> were defending, defending him. him, or
1: they were explaining him the plea deal.
2: Uh, probably explaining to him the plea yeah, deal. There
1: and he's in islands. he's he's yeah. in the islands somewhere with that
2: shirt on, right? Yeah, the islands. He's hiding out. Somewhere he's hiding in the his islands. money. That's and where he is. You guys yeah. are explaining to him it's probably best to get back to the U.S. soil. He embezzled some funds or something. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Or it, it more so, looks like we're defending him, and we just found out from the jury that he's been embezzling money, and we're like, "What? Wait?
1: No, I think I think he's right. I think you, he want, he's trying to figure out a way to avoid via some Zoom. jail time, and you guys are via trying Zoom. to break him <laughs> the news or
4: something. I don't
2: know. Yeah, via it was during the pandemic you and JJ, it was via Zoom. Bring bring that up again. Do they have the three shot of all three of them by any chance?
4: Well, it was the look when Stephen A. said something that. Caught both JJ and myself. But it's a, he's
1: a very relaxed attire, and you guys yeah. are all buttoned up. On the up back, it,
4: it looks like he's, he's in South Beach. He's yeah. just, you know, no, he's, but it
2: looks like, even though he's in South Beach, it looks like he's somewhere uh, in on on foreign land, so to speak, <laughs> yes, somewhere that's right. with, with outside big, the
4: reach of U.S.
2: law. Yeah, waters, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. big high rise.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he's in the Bahamas with his Bahamas. not even. Account. No, yeah.
2: it's not the Bahamas. It's somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I I can't quite. It's, it an yes, it's an offshore, an offshore. offshore yeah, situation. Offshore yeah, yeah. situation. Yeah, Somewhere in in he's there. He's got the the open collar, mm-hmm. and he's listening very intensely. Mm-hmm. at you and your partner explain to him he's in the that Cayman Islands offshore. That's Ca- where it is. There's Island, no Cayman way around. That there's
1: no way out of this one, right, Keith? But they thought they got him a good deal. Yeah, yeah they got him a good he, deal. He's he uh, wise to take it.
2: Yeah, it's a uh, one of those deals where it's like, look, <laughs> you can pay the twenty million dollar fine. <laughs> And we can get you to two years, okay, and the six years of probation, or you can just do the entire 10. Look at it. There it is. Look at that shot. On ESPN right there with us on ESPNU. That's a great shot of Stephen A. trying to explain to you guys yeah. why he doesn't want to do it. It wasn't him that did it. And you guys are like, okay, yeah, but but, but we they got everything. It. We know you did it, yes. We know you did it. We know, it. We it,
1: know these guys, we've worked, you know, they're, they're serious. Uh, they have the goods. And, they uh, have the,
2: that's what it looks the like. They look that I'm
4: intently <laughs> listening to you, but you're lying directly to me. Yeah. Yes. Oh,
2: and the two of God. you are like, who
4: wants to tell him, right?
2: Who wants to tell He has to yeah. pay us anyway. You tell him. No, I'm not going to tell him. You tell him. We're going to get fired. doesn't matter. He's got to pay us. But
4: wait, uh, Key. But wait, Key. Stephen A. says something crazy. So Jay and Jay and J.J. both have that look on their face, right? In reality, they just found out that he actually did it. And they're like, great. Yeah. Now we got to really defend this guy.
2: Yeah. It did so look like Stephen A. was up to something. But I just thought that that was pretty funny. You were so clean, and JJ was clean, and, and wearing A's the same thing: clean. gray shirt, dark tie, white pocket And Stephen is normally you know I mean?
4: buttoned up. We don't want buttoned any up. attention yeah. on us since we're representation. Yeah, right? Does he
2: normally? He's normally buttoned up. I mean, well, first nice off, we're clean. angry.
4: We're angry at our client because we told them we want it less. Less is more apparel-wise. You know, like hey, let's not come out and showcase that we have a lot of money and wear flamboyant shirts with the collar popped open. You know, let's be a little bit more buttoned up. So we're a little bit disappointed by the initial, you know, presentation.
2: And based on, and also on his 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 look, though. Yeah. He has this look on him as if tired. It's like he looks tired. I'm tired. of yeah, Dealing least. with this, I just want to get it over with. And if you guys can make it go away, I'm not to... trying to
1: leave where I am right now. Yeah. I'm very
2: comfortable <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. Look at him. And like, and I didn't do it. We, we're, didn't we're trying to it. tell
4: him with our eyes, you need to stop talking.
2: Stop no, I didn't do it. Look, here's I'm over here with my family. You're talking okay. yourself
4: into a corner, Key. That's the problem here, Stephen.
2: Now he's trying to explain to you right there. He's explaining that he did not do it, even though they said he did it. He he has <laughs> he it within his right to ready. move <laughs> money the way he wants to.
4: And can we, and, and Stephen, when you start talking with your hands, you, you seem like you're trying to hide something. Hmm. you got to coach <laughs> yeah, him yeah, for yeah, the yeah, for you're the You're witnessing. hiding something. You're not Italian. He's going – He's going to
2: kill us.
1: <laughs> so, Stacy, by the way. Let's slip Stacy in here. We got a couple minutes. Stacy from Florida. <laughs> He's so stupid. Has too. something I'm sure to tell you, Jay. Go ahead, Stacy.
2: What's up, Ethan? What's, What's up, up? Jay Will? What's up, Stacy? What's up, man? <laughs> I'm going to say, what's up, Max, like that. Because, you know, he's cutting off last time. <laughs> get him,
4: Stace. See, <laughs> so Stace, I just want you to know, I'm a fan. I keep picking against you guys because if that means you guys win, that means you keep calling into the show. We get more content. You're happy. And, you you know, you give us a lot. So uh, that's what I'm trying to do for you here.
2: Well, see, I'm, I have to do like I did last time. I have to talk trash because when I talked trash last time, My boys came out in one game, two. I didn't call before game three, and they came out, you know, laxy-daisy. I do blame Jimmy because Jimmy is our our Superman, and we have, you know, our expectations might be a little, you know, unrealistic because we expect him to play the hardest, to be the fastest, to jump the highest, and do the impossible, and that's what we're going to see tonight. Jimmy, our Superman, he's going to do the impossible.
1: So okay. yes, I'm with Stacy. Thank
2: you, Max, for not cutting me off. Well, Stacy,
1: you know, Stacy, <laughs> you know, 11 uh, minutes in, him, we got to get on. You know, we got to get on to get the next him, thing. Stace. All right, Stacy, I agree with you. Meantime, <laughs> can the Heat even up this series? The Doc will be in next. KJM, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J Will and Max the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
5: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.